You're listening to the evening sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Lord, we thank you again for this evening, O God. We have come to lift up two hands before you. Let the lifting up of my hands be as an evening sacrifice. Lord, we thank you that our ears are open, our hearts are open, our minds are open to hear what you have to say to us today. Matthew chapter 6 verse 11. Hallelujah. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. Now, this bread is not food. It's not yam. It's not potatoes. It's not chicken. No. Now, God can answer prayers for those even with this verse because God God is awesome. You know, when we, he deals with us based on the level of our understanding. However, understanding has to grow. As maturity grows, in fact, maturity comes from understanding. When we study God's word and understand it, the more it causes growth. That's when we mature. Praise God. So this scripture, give us this day our daily bread, is not talking about food that we eat. You know, (laughs) no. Because he says, don't fret yourself about what to eat. God doesn't contradict himself. He said, take no thought what to eat, what to wear. He said, I clothe the grass of the field. I clothe the butterflies, the birds of the field, the lilies of the... I clothe them. Today they are here, tomorrow they are not. He said, how much more you? He said, but seek first my kingdom. Hallelujah. So this is not talking about natural food this is talking about spiritual food now there are allocations of food the the new testament it will see allocations of food for the different levels of our spiritual journey when we are newly born again when we newly come into christ the bible says in the book of peter as newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby praise God. So there are allocations of food, spiritual food that we ought to be feeding on for growth to come. The Bible calls them the milk of God's word. Babies drink milk. And what does it, what what are the contents of this milk of God's word? The teachings of faith, hallelujah. The teachings on love, love to all the brethren. Teachings on forgiveness, forgiving one another. Hallelujah. Teachings on godliness, overcoming sin, overcoming iniquity. Praise God. And then teachings, doctrinal teachings in the book of, as captured in the book of Hebrews chapter 6. Let me read it. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God, of the doctrine of baptisms and of laying on of hands and resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. Now, there is no believer that will mature without these fundamental truths. No believer will mature. No believer will come into perfection until you learn these doctrines. Praise God. Now, I know most churches, it is attached to our um, workers, foundation Bible class, or new believers class or workers training. However, my observation is that these things, the letters of it is what 
people have been learning. And so because of that, even though they have learned these things in their heads, the spirit of these messages have not entered into the heart. So understanding didn't come. And because understanding didn't come, there's no maturity. There's no maturity. There's no character change. There's no attitude change. There's no outlook change. The way we see things, those are things that when we learn these doctrines, they are, they are meant to change in our lives. The knowledge of God's word is meant to change the way we see things. The way we see this world. The way we see operations of this world. The way we see worldliness. The way we see money. The way we see Babylon. We will understand Babylon. The operations of Babylon. We will understand politics. We will understand the economies. We will understand these things will have, you know, we will understand and see them from how God sees them. And what a believer's role ought to be in them. We will understand this present world. We'll understand the world to come. We'll understand how the ages will end. Eternal resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. We'll understand what heaven is all about. The first heaven, the second heaven, the second coming of the Lord. These are things that are packaged. And when we understand them, we walk right. So give us this day, our daily bread. We must get that, those breads, okay? Those daily allocations. That day doesn't mean today, 19th of August. No, it means the season. There is food allocated for your season. There's a certain season God will lead you. Okay, I want you to pray um, Isaiah 11 every day of your life for the next six months. That's your food. Every day you go there. Sometimes the Lord will highlight to you certain scriptures. Every day you go there. Now, sometimes also in a local assembly, depending on the age of that local assembly, God begins to migrate them from one level of truth to a higher level of truth. That is, according to the leading of the Spirit, that is giving us this day our daily bread. So we must not be eating yesterday's food today. You remember manna in the wilderness. Hallelujah. God gave them daily their location of food. Every day, they went and got something fresh. Every day, you should get something fresh. In the presence of the Lord, when you read scriptures and the allocation of God's program for your seasons, the seasons of your life, when you begin to enter into maturity, the food will change. Now, what will God bring to you? He'll bring to you meat. Solid food, we see in the book of Hebrews chapter 5. He said, but strong meat belongs to those who by reason of use have exercised their senses to discern good and evil. So there is strong meat, there is food, and there is the milk of God's word. Now when we follow through the curriculum of righteousness or the curriculum of perfection, we will be receiving these foods in the right seasons. Hallelujah. You won't, after 20 years of being a Christian, are just realizing that oh my god i didn't even know i should have been praying in tongues two hours one hour minimum every day and i should have grown beyond that i didn't even understand this doctrine i'm still struggling with unforgiveness after 15 years of being a believer and these are things we should learn in the first six months of coming into christ assuming our churches understand the structure of the building of the house of God. There is the architectural structure, architectural 
plan. Paul said, I am a wise master builder. That wise master builder means he's a custodian of the architectural master plan of the house of God. He understands what should be laid in the foundation. He understands the reason of the pillars of that house. He understands the filling of the walls, the windows, the doors. He knows the pattern. So when the builders come, they follow what he has drawn. Paul said, I have the drawing. Glory to God. You need to get the drawing, my brother, my sister. So that your life can be laid. You are a spiritual house of God. So the stones of your life is the food. Give us this day our daily bread. That's the bread for your day. Hallelujah. So you ask, seek the Lord for that. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Of course. Compulsory we must forgive. Jesus said, if you do not forgive, your heavenly father will not forgive you. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God will never lead. This is a translation error. I must say that with authority. God will not lead us into temptation that will make us fall. No. His job, his leading, the leading of the spirit is from glory to glory. It's to lead us away from evil. To deliver us away from evil. Don't go here. Don't do this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you your trespasses. Praise God. Now this, from verse 9 to verse 13, is the pattern of prayer. We open with um, thanksgiving and worship. We closed with ascribing all the glory to our God. But then he resumes teaching again. What does he resume teaching with? Forgiveness. Very important. Because the answer to your prayers is hinged on that. You see, the answer to these prayers are hinged on that you forgive men. You never go to bed any day with anger in your heart. Don't allow the sun to go down in your anger. You never hold any man down in your heart because of what they said or what they did to you. Forgive all men. Hallelujah. Because if we do not forgive, neither will our Heavenly Father forgive our trespasses. This is strong. This is deep. Every believer must labor in forgiveness. Every believer must labor because there are certain types of forgivenesses we practice. We haven't really forgiven. It's hidden deep in our hearts. Every believer must ask the Lord to search me, search the reins of my heart. If there be any iniquity there, there's anyone I'm holding down there. Okay? And I think I've forgiven the person. And one of the ways I used to test myself is my subconscious reaction towards people. That will tell you where you are and where you still have labor. My prayer is that the Lord will purge us through and through by his mercy that you and I will be found worthy to stand before the King of Kings. Hallelujah. God bless you. The message you just heard was from the Evening Sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kevadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kevadula.org. God bless you.